Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Man. Interrupting the heavy rain stream just when it was getting hot. And You're welcome, getting- Internet. I saved you from <laughs> heavy rain. You should by be get- thanking me. By getting hot, I mean that we got to the part where the FBI agent is produced. Uh, is introduced and he introduces himself as Nam and Jaden so by the time you texted me the stream had just devolved into being like Nam and Dorman I think Ryleth had as the well they one should. when he started lacing in deadly premonition and talking about normal York Merglin <laughs> just so happy that uh I'm just so happy that the internet shares my love of turning real words into like these subverbal utterances. That's all I ever really wanted was to know that out there there was someone who was like me. Who liked to just, you know, yeah, freak out. Spew nonsense. Let me uh, crank out a couple shirt thank yous and then we can get to the heart of the matter. Even if, even if, even if you don't love me anymore. Uh, Jay and Ryan, what's up? Thanks. Thanks for hooking it up. That's it? Eh, slow week. Jay yeah, and Ryan, good job, guys. It's, uh, the, the, uh, the inventory, it's, it's getting small. Already we've been out of medium shirts for a while. That was a big milestone. I was pretty happy about that. But there's, like, there's, like, one or two sizes that are... They're less than 10. So we're making progress. We've reduced the shirt load to just two fairly small tubs under the bed instead of the five enormous cardboard boxes. Nice. But anyway, don't let me hold us up when there's so much JoJo's to talk about. O-M-G. There totally is. Man. Stroheimer came back for not that much. Yeah, he kind of showed up just to get punked by cars which is no surprise i mean if if you were given odds on that matchup you would be wise to take cars yeah i mean i'm glad that stroheim is just the foil for the you know the superhuman men he basically just shows up to demonstrate yeah. their power and also demonstrate how much better the Ripple users are than the Third Reich. Yeah. But I am made a little bit uncomfortable by the proposed alliance between the two parties. Well, I guess this is before World War II, so they were like, all right, you guys are pretty extreme, but at least you're not killing six million Jews, am I right? I guess nobody knew that was going to happen, but this comic book was written in the 80s. Yeah. So... Is it okay to call it a comic book? I guess I should call it a manga. Yeah. Lest someone be mad at me. But yeah, the manga was written well after it well, It was I, clear what the Nazis had done. I looked it up, and the second part takes place in 1938. So Germany was already on the move. Though so you think even at the time people would be like, oh, yeah, but it's just Poland, right? I mean, let them have Poland. It is kind of weird that the Third Reich gets included without any context. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, JoJo is ostensibly English, right? So there there would be an uneasy relationship there to begin with. But there's no reference to, like, the political context of the Third Reich. The fact that they basically let Santana out. That 
you know, when Speedwagon gets killed, it's not really JoJo's fault. It's actually the, the Nazis. Mm-hmm. Like, these are all things that would have come up, even as, you know, Mecha Stronheim was cleaved in half. Yeah. I think the world would be a better place if we got a Third Reich that was more focused on their insane occultist tendencies. It does seem that is a a point of emphasis in most of their nerd culture uh, appearances. Like, even Captain America, like, the Third Reich is basically just where the Red Skull comes from. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. really all. <laughs> Wolfenstein 3D. Zombies. Mecha Hitler. Hellboy. We could just go also real life to a certain extent. Maybe without the actual magic. Definitely, yeah, definitely not to the extent where they're actually making Robot Hitler. Yeah. Or, or are they? <gasps> robot Hitler's dog. Robot that's Hitler's dog? Save. That's all they could salvage from the bunker. <laughs> that would be hilarious. We have You're a finding a brain, dog. Hair doctor, but it is a dog brain. We believe it was in contact with Hitler. It is a dog brain. However, the dog is just as insane as Hitler. It's Put it in the robot! <laughs> Blondie was its name. I just Googled it. I knew he had like a really specific dog. Dude, Hitler's dogs was named Blondie? Yeah. It's messed Man, up. that... Really I'm never going to be able to... Yeah, never be able to listen to that for a it's long okay. time. It's okay, it's without any... I'm going to go back end. and read that for the <laughs> the hidden... Yeah, Debbie Harry. White supremacist Play hanging on the telephone backwards. Once had like, love, heart of glass. Is this a crystal knock reference? Oh my, it's all the Devil, pieces are Debbie coming Harris, together. You're a lizard person, aren't you, too? I'm going to talk to that Ica guy. See what he has to say about all this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that part was just like, why is this guy even in the show? I know. Until, I mean, at least he broke out like the ultraviolet eyeball at the end. I was like, okay, you're on to something here. This well, is a yeah, little but better. He still got the- totally punked. Oh, yeah. He totally got wrecked. But I mean, at least he had something because, like, up to that point, he's like, ah, but I have a machine gun in my chest. I love it how he pinches off part of Car's hand. Yeah. And like, oh, he can pinch him to death. It's like, dude, look at what Cars is doing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I really didn't get what was going on there because he sort of just pinches like the skin at the side of his hand. He's like, yeah, it's like, oh, so I got you now. And yeah, so he rotates his whole left arm around his body to do it, like above his shoulders yeah, and over like to the other side. Like he couldn't reach across himself. Well, they like, had what? to show off that they were like, his whole arm is prosthetics. He could just rotate it. And, and now he's can, never going to use that ability again. He can pinch off. Well, he's never going to use it again because it was completely useless. <laughs> yeah. He's going to pinch off like a little corner of your hand, infinitely regenerating humanoid from the past. It's just like when... Sure Vinic hope you don't have a hidden sword that's also a chainsaw in your arm. Because <laughs> that would be bad. Black rotated his arm so he could get out of the handcuffs. It was just like that. Yeah. Except in Pitch Black, it managed to be cool. And in this case, it was just so stupid. And then, I mean, so I thought they were going to like, I mean, they say we're going to form an alliance with you. Did he, did I look away from the screen and then he just imploded or something? Like, who? Because Strohan, because he like never shows up again. No, he basically gets cut in half. I assume he died. Well, at the end, so he's cut in half and then the Redstone of Aja 
in the heat of the moment, starts sliding down the snowy hill, and then JoJo starts running, and then cars starts running faster because they're like, cars can fucking grab that stone and then fall down that 200 feet chasm, and it doesn't matter because he's cars, he's a superhuman, and he's fine. And then JoJo's plan is like to let him get ahead of him, and he's just gonna grab him. Because of course JoJo has a plan. I like this is the worst incarnation of JoJo. Can I say that right now? Well, he's he's a little saucy for no apparent reason. Well, no, but like the ridiculous plans he comes up with, it's just like there's no. This wasn't a plan. <laughs> Stop acting like this was a plan. Like I everything in was plan a plan. Hat. Yeah. Or I believe in plan, plan scarf string. for the umpteenth time. Yeah. If he has anything string related, just assume that you have been knotted up in it. Well, they do. Because <laughs> when he's going to do it in that next... Uh, maybe that's the next episode or the episode after it. When they're in the hotel with like the hundred vampire guards. Oh, yeah. He's like walking around with his hat. He's like, do 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 And then they're on to him and uh, they can't do it. Ugh. But that's, yeah. like, the primary part of this four-episode series is them in the abandoned hotel. Is or that I'm, really the... I mean, the, the part... Well, I guess we'll get to that, but I feel like the Coliseum chariot duel... Oh, yeah. That's stands the out. It's the climax. Even in the... Uh, by the absurd standards of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, even this There's is a, a, a milestone. in that duel. But just now that you've mentioned it, we can let the anticipation build... That's right. We reach that point. Because there's two episodes in the abandoned hotel where they talk a, a, a lot about how all the windows are boarded up so no light can get, get in. But they don't really just like break Punch all, them all the out. windows. It seems like this is an easily solvable problem. Well, that's, that's JoJo's way, Dave. Yeah. They don't actually solve the problem in the way they were expecting. They MacGyver some ripple BS mm-hmm. so that they solve it with ripples. JoJo's like, I could just use regular old karate training to just not even karate training i could just kick these boards a couple times they've been up here for a while yeah and uh all of a sudden we're in this incredible safe zone in the middle of the vampire hotel and oh there are windows everywhere that we could repeat this process on basically infinitum (laughs) but But no caesar's got to play the hero and for a second i thought he might actually pull it off bubbles and all Bubbles and all. Yeah, his bubbles seem pretty badass. I don't know Whoa. if you can call those bubbles. By the time he got them to where they were infinitely rotating spheres of refracting light, <laughs> I was like, all right, this is a little better than the initial soap bubbles. I'll give you that. I'll oh, give you that, Caesar. My spinning spheres. Why would you, he even uses the bubble attack before he uses, like, the, the bubble discs or whatever, the bubble saucers. He calls them saucers. Yeah. Why would you? Why wouldn't you just start with the saucers? Yeah, it is their primary weakness. Saucers and light and well, ripple yeah. energy. I mean, that's the thing. Ripple energy merely imitates that of the sun. Like that's why they can beat the vampires. So just go with the real thing if you have access to it. Yeah. After I guess we skip the part where Messina gets his arm taken off. I was like, <laughs> no, Messina, just like logins before you. And then they show him, like, the next episode. They're, like, dragging him out of the hotel without one arm. And they're like, all right, I guess we saved this guy. Well, you feel bad for Messina because the only reason he goes to the hotel is to try to make sure that... Oh, why can't I Yeah, that Caesar doesn't 
doesn't end a uh, Caesar Zappelli doesn't end up getting totally murdered and low fail Messina almost gets murdered <laughs> yeah oh, pretty much immediately when we discover that Wham's ability to control the air just like his namesake George Michael that's right it also grants him immunity to sunlight because he can just have the air turn into a fog don't around him. don't think about it too hard it's not even a fog the air somehow reaches a state in which it refracts the light, I guess, a la heat rising off of a very warm road. Like, he's using something about that to refract the light around himself in one of the more strained explanations of a JoJo, you know, photo optics diagram. You don't even have to explain it. Like, you don't have to tell me that the steam from Wham's thighs is what's disguising him. (laughs) From his weird, like, protuberances. (laughs) Yes. Like, you know, the weird sponges that live on the bottom of the sea inside of tubules. But, uh, yeah, so you you could have just had, like, a two-second clip of air being sucked into one of those and him disappearing. And I would have been like, oh, apparently he can bend light around himself. I got it. But instead, they have to like go into this whole thing. It's like, this is why it works. That is not why it works, JoJo's. Yeah. Can we please just get to the part where you have stands? Instead, Wham, you should just say, well, I guess it would be nice if yeah. I could touch your body. I mean, I think we're only four episodes away from the part where they have stands. If there's going to be any more JoJo, which I don't know. But I imagine we watched these four episodes, and there's four episodes that left, and that's it for part two, probably. If part two is it doesn't matter. Fuck up all the pillar men, and they are quickly running out of pillar men. Yeah, but the only one who's really been beat up is ACDC. Yeah, that well, was the only one that was just like straight up. You got owned. You, would I guess, think maybe Wham, Wham is pretty effed right now. But I just but want he, he pulls off a stunning comeback. At the end of the episode. I want, you know, the end of the OVA where Dio just gets punched in the mouth because he pissed Jojo off too much. So he learned how to control time. He's like, you made me so angry I learned to break time. It's like, yes. I don't need no trickery. I need fisticuffs. We got to give Caesar his due. I mean, most of his due is he figured out that light reflecting trick. And then didn't figure out that jumping in front of the light to finish Wham off after he's being disintegrated by the light was probably a bad plan. Dude, the light was shooting through him. It wasn't even a bad plan. That's craziness. (laughs) Like, Wham was penetrated by like a million, or not a million, but conservatively 75 spears of light shot through his body. They're like the options in Gradius. (laughs) Like, they were just everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, and it, he immediately recovers because he, so, granted, he would have covered, like, maybe 50% of Wham's body with his shadow, but that still means 50% of his body was pierced with light. I guess he's not one of those vampires where it's like, you know, one little thing of light hits them and they're, like, immobilized. Well, he's, I guess he isn't, but he appeared to be suspended on rays of light in a contorted... Well, yeah, when he was getting the full-on blast... He was like, oh, it's over. I, I can't use my infinite sandstorm power. But then Caesar... Then he used it. Yeah, and then Caesar got blown the Divine fuck sandstorm. What really gets me about that is that Caesar's just fucked. Like, the, the sandstorm has ripped through him. And he's like, but I got your, I got your mouth ring. And now I'm going to put it in this blood bubble. 
And I'm going to use, I, I think, I don't think they specifically said this. I think what he was doing was imbuing that bubble of his blood with the ring and also his bandana for some reason. Basically so JoJo could put it on later. Which, no, he was. it was all of his energy. So it's the same thing that uh, Baron Zappelli did for the previous Joe Star. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think he's, I don't think they said this. Maybe, maybe I just missed it. That the reason he did that is so Wham couldn't get the, the ring back. But then Wham's kind of just like, whatever, and doesn't even try to get it back. So I just felt like kind of that was a wasted effort. And I thought maybe, given the amount of ripple energy that courses into JoJo when he pops that floating blood bubble, he probably could have killed Wham. Because that seemed like a lot of ripple energy. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Why would you just like drop the ring on the floor and explode your, you know, your bubble right up in his face? And then after that, the next episode, I'm watching the opening credits because that fucking song gets me so pumped up every time I listen to it. That And you see Jojo tying Caesar's bandana around his head. And I was like, well, that's like a huge spoiler. I'm glad <laughs> I guess I don't watch credits ever. <laughs> if that had that happened, and not like I would have cared because like what is a Jojo spoiler exactly? And really, like, it's Caesar Zappelli. Who cares? But I would have known. <laughs> I was going to say, I guess this ends the Zappelli line, but they had already taken great pains to point out that he was a super slut. So there's probably some little baby Zappellis out there hey, somewhere. When your dad abandons you as a young child, you don't know no better. Yeah, until it turns out that your dad didn't abandon you. He was just hanging out the whole time. No, in reality, he, his dad still totally abandoned him. I have no idea why just for he would reasons. join the mystics. <laughs> like, just because he saw his dad eaten by a vampire. He's like, oh, I'm totally fine. All of my emotional issues resolved well, in one moment of terror while my father was absorbed into a wall. You stupid, greedy son. Stop trying to pluck diamonds off conspicuous tombs in the middle of Europe. <laughs> That's right. It's like, how did you even find this hidden catacomb? Well, yeah, how are we in the same place? And seriously, why is he just like, oh, and that's when I knew that my dad wasn't a total D-bag. He had yeah. just abandoned me for a quest that was way more worthwhile than raising me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh. No wonder Caesar is such a D-bag. Oh, also, aren't these the episodes where, like, JoJo and Caesar, like, have a slugfest? Because JoJo points, like, they introduce the subject of Caesar's emotionally fraught childhood. Yeah. And then that is so that five seconds later they can have a fist fight about it. And then at the end of the episode when Caesar's talking to Wham, he's just like, you would never understand the human value of family. Like, how do you understand it? Wham's like, I got a fucking thousand kids. Look at all these vampires. <laughs> these are just the people I've bitten. Yeah. Look, I made that dude who's a door. <laughs> you think he's cool to hang out with on Thanksgiving? He thinks he's a door. <laughs> and he also destroys the door. When that guy steps out of the door and, like, rips a hole in it. He's like, yo, check this out. I'm going to surprise them because my hand's going to be the doorknob and then they're going to grab my hand and I'm going to be like, oh, you're gay because you grabbed my hand. 
Do you think like every once in a while Wham's just like, oh, please stop ruining the doors. Once I turn the carpenter into a vampire, yeah. he refuses to be a carpenter anymore. <laughs> and I'm not going to pay him. No way. V- being a vampire is way more sweet. It's like, <laughs> come on. Can you just use this owl to fix this door? It's like, no, check it out. I'm, I'm growing little ventricles. I'm living inside this horse. This is what <laughs> I do now. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire carpenter, but only nominally. That guy's like, come on, man. You already turned all the hair in your body into spikes. Isn't that enough? You gotta live indoors, too? Yeah. The hair spikes weren't weird enough? Oh, actually, I'm remembering the sequence of the show. It's not revealed that Caesar had a, a rough upbringing. They get into a fight, and then they just explain his rough upbringing. Yeah, they do the flashback. Yeah, but it's just, like, it's so weird. It's just, like... As far as storytelling goes, it's just like explaining Wham's cloud. Yeah. Caesar doesn't actually have any depth of character because it's just like, he wanted to fight Jojo because Jojo talked crap about his family. Here's why. <laughs> like, why is that such a big deal? Lots of people tell your mama jokes. Well, it turns out his mama's dead. Let me break it down for you. It's way easier to animate something like that than it is a fight scene. <laughs> have you noticed that the animation in this show kind of blows? Yeah, I mean, it's not good, but... That's all right. I mean, probably they were like, all right, here's how many people are going to buy JoJo's DVDs. Six. So, can you make this show for, like, $300? They were like, can we? Or can some considerably poorer Asian country than us make it for $30? Because we're just going to farm this out to North Korea. (laughs) North Korea now? We're not even doing South Korea? Apparently a lot of companies are farming out animation to North Korea because it is cheaper. Are you kidding? It's pretty crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Dr. Movie just can't can't keep up with North Korean prices. How do you animate something like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and then, you know, believe in the dear leader? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's because in their translation, that is Kim Jong-un. Oh, well, they probably believe that he's a vampire, and if you cross him... He's going to stab your family in the face with a stone mask. This is presented as a historical documentary. No, I'm just saying, yeah, they just get alternate subtitles that explain everything in the context of the rich North Korean mythology. (laughs) In order to keep the populace cowed. And they get paid three grains of rice a day to work on this. I can't believe that. That is like the pinnacle of evil. Yeah. Because you are both upholding an oppressive regime and screwing workers at the same time. We don't like you, North Korea. But we will let you make our anime. Whatever. So anyway, where were we in the the timeline of these four uh, episodes? Caesar just got sh- crushed by a piece of bizarrely cross shaped piece of yeah. I didn't really get that either. Well, maybe that's the only thing that he could like protect himself to save his body. But it doesn't seem like vampires in this universe are affected by crosses. Well, I'm pretty sure they're affected by the inability to bite any part of your body because you've com- been completely yeah. mashed flat you, in the floor. <laughs> You're totally exsanguinated, as it yeah. were, as Wham uses many times. He's like, your, your exsanguination is nearly complete. It's like, dude, you're bleeding out all over my abandoned hotel. Gross, you ruined this lobby. And the carpenter vampire, as we've already discussed, is not going to fix this. And then there's, like, door vampire who is there entirely for comic relief and just to show that vampires are still dumb and that Lisa Lisa can defeat them with a scarf. Yeah, in the most bizarre way possible. She's like, I'm also going to ruin this scarf. 
like this is how little I care for you and you this only get scarf. One. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. It was a Christmas gift. I'm just wearing it out of obligation. Uh, they also go into like a little bit of backstory with like Lisa, Lisa, and JoJo. Yeah, she's she's his like, you know, friend of the family kind of aunt. Yeah, like Aaron she's super Abachan old. Raised her from a baby. She and then said, JoJo's like, you're an old bag. And you're like, oh my gosh. Why are you talking about this right now? JoJo, first off, she's hot. <laughs> Second off, uh, chariot race is about to start. Things are going to go down, so maybe we want to get on that. I guess no, that's, get, you know, that's part of his cheeky nature. Get your even in the game. face of nearly certain doom. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that as soon as the doom seems at its most certain... That he's been calculating all angles. Yeah, that's like that's where it ends up. Because they, they, they storm the hotel and they're like, we're going to fuck you up, wham. And they're like, no, actually, we have hundreds of vampire guards. And they're like, uh, duel to the death. Instead, our terms, because I'm going to blow up the Redstone of Aja. And they're like, no, don't do that. We will have a chariot race in this convenient coliseum in Switzerland. I think. I f- no, they went back to Italy for that one. Oh, uh, they did? Yeah, they mentioned traveling back to Italy. That's a pretty long trip to make in one night. It's not that far, especially not from Switzerland. Yeah, but they're going by, like, horse and carriage. It's like 1938. They don't have cars. Or trains. I guess maybe they hopped on the train. But they had to get past the SS checkpoints. But then they're like, yeah, all right, it's JoJo v. Wham. It's Lisa Lisa v cars these these tiers are all fucked up you got <laughs> god tier on one side kind of literally god tier <laughs> and lisa lisa is scarf tier yeah. tattered scarf tier yeah oh i've only got one almost certainly left. gonna die i don't understand what the plan is i mean i assume that jojo is not going to honor the the terms of the arrangement and will totally try to fight cars with lisa lisa yeah, I mean, I think that's just assumed, right? Because once you kill cars, it's like, well, who's going to say you, t- you you went backseas on the deal? <laughs> so just tag team him. And anyway, what? Cars' power is not fire. Fire was ACDC. ACDC's power. Cars', cars power is lightning? swords. Swords. Oh, right, I guess. Yeah, the shining chainsaw sword. That The sword just looks like it's shining because it's a chainsaw. And also oh, I love that explanation. He's like looking at it, he's like, whoa, it's reflect, it's refracting, it's refra- refracting the light, it's reflect reflecting the light. <laughs> and you're just like, this doesn't make any sense. Who cares? Why does it need to be explained? And it's also like a normal it's, it's, blade, or you know, the blade of a superhuman immortal might actually just be magical. Yeah. It doesn't need like a, a physiological explanation about why he could extrude crystal from his arm. Or, like, the fact that there's a saw blade in there. Yeah. Like, why does that matter? Or how is that actually advantageous? Which is, like, so... It's like the spirit of REO Speedwagon lives on. (laughs) That's right. He's just telling us all these things from beyond the grave. That's the spoilers. He's, like, at the end of these next few episodes, JoJo feels a, a ghostly hand on his shoulder. He's like... I was always with you. And then Jojo like turns, but he's already gone. And then Ghost Speedwagon is like walking away. And he's like, Ghost Speedwagon serenely skedaddles. 
and then he blinks out of existence. Like my job is done. I've narrated my final narration. <laughs> I've <laughs> it is finished. I've, that's or the final thing he could do is expend all his ghostly energy to put JoJo's frozen arm on his tummy to warm it up. It's like this is my only power still. I mean, I still got this hat. I'm a ghost, but I still have the bladed hat for some reason. I feel reason. like even I, if he, if Speedwagon ever became a ghost, I feel like he would just be immediately disappointed in ever having considered the hat a power. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, man, ghosts exist. And I thought this fucking hat was sweet. <laughs> it's like I can pass through doors. You know, I can communicate with other dead people. This hat was stupid. Even when I was alive, I knew this hat was stupid. He just holds it in both hands and he throws it on the ground. (laughs) Even in death, you mock me, hat. Keeps trying to put it on his head. It just falls through. For some reason, that's all all of his other clothes still work in his ghostly form, but not the hat. I guess we we gotta stay focused so we can mention the existence of Vampequines. (laughs) Immortal horses. Which are just vampire horses that are super pissed off because you made them vampires. I guess. Except they like run up to Wham and he just stills them with a single look. Yeah. A single glance of his smoky gaze. And then they have to explain that uh, you're going to control these with ripple energy. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. No, it's like... Uh, Those words that you just said, even in the universe where ripple energy exists, this explanation doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I guess it's like spurs. You give them a little pain to keep them in line. Yeah, but you can only do that so on. many times with an animal before they just try to buck you off. Probably also you can only do that so many times with an animal who is an all-powerful vampire animal. Yeah. Va- vamp animal. Before they just decide to rip the the chariot that they're attached to to shreds by yeah. w- running in different directions. So Jojo's like, man, I ain't even gonna eat this nose booger lip ring, which is fine, I guess, because he's like, I'm, I got my pride, and I got five days left anyway, and if I lose to Wham, well then it's gonna be over in way less than five days, so yeah, have at it. <laughs> Let's do this. I think this is just secretly a way for him to make himself look better, like for him to be like, oh, Lisa Lisa's gonna think I'm so cool. But actually, it's just because I've run the odds, and it's pretty much irrelevant. Yeah. (laughs) Take it now, take it when I die, or don't take it because I'll be dead. The fight with Wham is, I don't know, it's just bizarre. Like, why would you even come up with that? And if you were Wham, putting any kind of constraint on the fight at all is clearly to your disadvantage. Yeah. So Wham's supposed to be a strategic mastermind. Why would he ever agree to this? It's like, I've basically got superpowers. You're an idiot. I'm just going to fight you. And instead, it's like, let's get on these superpowered horses. We'll race for a weapon. And then we'll fight with the weapons. Even though I can basically yeah. shoot tornadoes divine at you. Divine Sandstorm. Like, if one Divine Sandstorm didn't do it, certainly two was. Yeah, why wouldn't you just shoot one from the get-go? It's like JoJo's racing for the hammer, the Hercule hammer. And uh, you just shoot him a thousand feet into the atmosphere with tornadoes. Instead, we're going to play Vampire Mario Kart. Yeah. Every time you go around the track, you get a weapon. 
The best part is so Wham does Jojo gets to the weapon first by kind of cheating Wham by uh like he throws rocks under his wheels so they don't go right away. That's some crappy vampire horse if they can't overcome a small <laughs> pile of rocks. Yes, and they are supposedly giant vampire horses that would have easily overcome that. But regardless, so he gets to this weapon first. It doesn't matter because then Wham tears down the pillar from which the weapon was suspended and uses it as a weapon. Yeah, he's like, actually, I didn't want that weapon at all. I wanted this pillar. What's even greater about that is they talk about this like it's a master strategy. That's not a master strategy. If you can rip down a building and use it as a hammer, that just means you are super strong. You didn't outthink anybody. I fooled you, Jojo. (laughs) I fooled you. Yeah, that's right. You (laughs) You picked up that hammer because you're dumb. You should have picked up the pillar. (laughs) You could have picked up the pillar with the hammer on it. And you're supposed to believe it's like, oh, he didn't break the rules. There are no rules, except for all the random rules that are assigned to this. Yeah, the, the like, vampire judges convene. Like, no, I mean, illegal. clearly it's not in the best interest of the sport, but he didn't break a technical rule, so we're going to have to let it go. Yeah, and I mean, in is it good sportsmanship? No. Did he create us and holds our lives in the palm of his hand? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So is whatever our, he does is fine. Is our existence contingent on his continued life? Not even that. It might not even be contingent on his continued life. It could be, is our existence contingent on his will? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say he does it. This is all fucked up. It's just like arbitration. They're always going to side with the vampire. Because the vampire's one pay the bills. <laughs> So he smashes Jojo's cart with the giant pillar of stone. And later, somehow Jojo manages to land in the same cart that's all, like, tattered up. So there's, like, 30 seconds where Jojo's, like, flipping and flying in the air. And then he gets, like, hit by something. And he's falling uncontrollably. But he lands in the cart. And he's like, how on earth did that happen? Because he's basically laid out. It's like somebody just got suckered, and he is—he's uh, just reclining there. Yeah, you mean like a sucker punch? Yeah, but with a pillar. <laughs> That's the ticket. <laughs> the old pillar sucker punch. <laughs> never, you never, never see, see it coming. It coming. Hey, what do you do with that enormous hunk of broken pillar? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Kaka. It's unsportsmanlike conduct, wham. Okay, uh, let me not... I don't want to screw up my chronology. So, then Wham decides, oh, I'm just going to chill out in these vampire horses. They don't mind. And he's sort of, like, sneaking around in the vampire horses. And then he, like, sticks a hand out and tickles the underside of JoJo's foot. And JoJo's like, hey, come on! Stop that! Well, that's when... He comes up out of the horse, and that's when he tries to use the Divine Tornado the first time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, he's got him. But it was only like a third. Oh, that's when he gets projected onto the other card after he takes the Divine Sandstorm. Yeah. But he had, you know, quartered the power by wrapping a scarf around Wham's arm so that mm-hmm. when he twisted, he got all those ripple-oos all always, over his arm. <laughs> it's always planned scarf. So he effectively severs Wham's arms. They're kind of just holding on in searing ripple agony. So he can't use a sandstorm, I guess, because he can't. At full potential. He totally uses it. Oh, he uses it the one time, but after that, it's done. That's when the stuff gets real. Oh, if yeah. you get any more realer. it's lap two. 
And in lap two, Wham blinds himself. <laughs> He's like, all right, these dumb eyes. They weren't doing nothing for and it's me. It's like you got cars narrating is like he needs to focus his energy by removing a distraction. In this case, the distraction is sight. A true warrior sees with this unicorn horn I'm gonna grow. Yeah, I'll just I'll feel with the air across my unicorn horn. <laughs> and I gotta believe that that does like how much air is really touching the unicorn horn at any given time. Hmm. Yeah, I mean it's pretty small. It's not a very big horn. It's also just like just close your eyes and just i mean you could probably reglow regrow what if you your just eyes like anyway you broke your pinky toe like yeah. you could just reach down and snap that one off keep the focus still very painful but pain you don't you, you don't have to be blind it'd been awesome if like cars like he's gonna refocus himself and like, oh my god, what's he doing? He just ripped off his pinky toes. <laughs> oh, gross. Lisa Lisa just yeah. throws up in her scarf. Ah, he throws him at her. But I keep boop, that for later. Boop. That's going to be some yeah, ripple vomit, vomit all up on you. <laughs> ripple vomit power. Use a scarf and swing. <laughs> oh, it's the ultimate insult to injury for vampires. Because you get, you get slapped in the face with vomit. That is also ripple energy. Actually, you just, you just keep a cat around for that. And then you just ripple into the cat. And the cat vomits on them. Like, uh, ripple you, make, that rippling in cats makes me think of that video of cats throwing up to techno. <laughs> what? You think you should look that up? It's really funny. <laughs> it's just like normal run-of-the-mill techno music, but like these cats throbbing like they're trying to cough up a hairball. Most of them very much in time with the music. It's pretty funny. Let's see it happen. But I just love how like... There's the mental jousting that's going on with Lisa, Lisa, and Cars while yeah. Wham and JoJo are fighting. Where Cars is like, oh, Wham is the greatest strategician ever. You can't can't beat Wham. He's he's thought four steps ahead. And Lisa, Lisa's like, JoJo's actually a total prick. He's going to win in the most yeah. asshole way possible. And he does because he steals Wham's move. <laughs> it's not over yet. That, I mean, this episode ends on a cliffhanger in sort of the best way. But, yeah, r- round two, or lap two, the weapon is a crossbow. But which crossbow? There's two. The bigger one or the little one, Dave? I, Choose wiser. I also would have gone the bigger one. No, you know, having seen it, I was like, oh, he's going to pick the bigger one, but he's going to have, it, it, it's going to have been to his benefit to pick the smaller one, because this is totally transparent. Yeah. I, I, see, I, I hadn't figured it out. I but think. I thought that the the thing was going to be, the way that JoJo beats Wham, was that he was going to cock it by catching the bolt. That would have been amazing! Right? Wouldn't that have been so much better than the stupid thing they came up with? <laughs> well, the, the way that they come up, so the problem is the bigger crossbow cannot be cocked. It is an uncockable crossbow. So the, the way that it gets cocked is by accident. Like, JoJo gets hit by Wham's crossbow, which they fire giant steel balls. Or, not giant, but large enough that you wouldn't want to get hit by one. Large enough that it's impossible a crossbow would be able to project them at the speed uh, in the show. Well, maybe that impossible to cock one would. It's got so much potential energy built up. (laughs) It's amazing that they think that that will really work. But it do. Well, so yeah, so the way he actually gets it cocked is he gets hit by one of these steel balls and falls and drops the crossbow, and the crossbow gets cocked by like hitting the ground. 
And it's like, yeah, I guess. Well, but he gets hit by don't don't forget that he gets hit in the most improbable way possible because oh, Jojo, oh. in order to avoid Wham's course, ability yeah, to see him, begins riding closer to the fire yeah, so that the fire, fire confuses the, of the, arena. the noise against his horn. This is one of the point like this is a they stole this from a Zatoichi movie. <laughs> so he gets close to the fire and Wham's like, oh, you think the fire can stop me? So he shoots his ball at the edge of the round track. Bank shot. And it miraculously follows the curve and hits the lip, the only lip apparently that was between him and JoJo at the it, time. It was all and part springs of the plan. off and hits JoJo in the back. It's like skee ball. Yes, it's the hardest game of skee ball you've ever played in your life because, because you're trying you're to hit blind. a moving target. And you're aiming with your unicorn horn. <laughs> yeah. Do you not have a unicorn horn? Well, you're still blinded, so this is rough. That you've already lost. But yeah, it would have been so much better. Do you so not have a better. unicorn horn? You lost before jo- you began. If JoJo had caught the steel ball and then fired both balls back at the same time with his newly cocked Or crossbow. even just one. So you could hear like the the snap as he, like they show the ball flying through the air and you think JoJo's about to die yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like click. And it would have been ka-chunk and then he would have been like, <laughs> and then he would have fired it. You know, he well, no, been. he wouldn't have even just fired it. He would have given you a 15-minute long yeah. explanation of <laughs> how on. he came up with this brilliant scheme and then how stupid you were to have not seen it happening and yeah. then shot it at him. So instead, JoJo pulls off the ultimate trick shot, uses Wab's exact same move. And, Except uh, imbues his ball with uh, with ripple energy, and well, he, it's it's fired so much stronger because it's in the ginormous crossbow. That uh, it just punches a hole right in Wham's chest. Yeah, and Wham's like, ah, this sucks. But ah, doesn't nuts. seem doesn't seem otherwise really affected by it. And then he tries to go all uh, big trouble in Little Tokyo on us. In fact, it's like it seems like it's the giant ripple hole in his chest is actually to his benefit because he tears his own arms off, which are already dangling from the ripple damage. It fires them out of the hole in his chest at JoJo. And then they start choking him. (laughs) (laughs) But then that's not enough, Dave. Just choking him out like that, it's not enough. He's also got to then blow up. The choking already means that he can't ripple respirate. Which is like... I mean, that kind of makes sense. Uh, Or it's not the worst weakness to have, because if somebody's choking you... You're probably already in trouble anyway, so how much help is Ripple really going to give? But, yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty much it. He's a, He enters his final modo, as they say. <laughs> Except Cars is freaked out. Yeah. Cars is like, Wim, stop compression. It's like, what compression? Is that mean a term you would know as an alien monster guy yeah, i don't know on. probably don't you remember when they had santana and they're like their intellect is off the charts and santana was a dummy i mean cars <laughs> pretty much says that in this episode. yeah no he said santana <laughs> was an inferior being yeah which that which they named him santana so why are all the pillar men calling him santana <laughs> well i mean maybe they're just using the yeah the, the term the cool kids are using yeah they're like hey that's pretty good that's way better than our names Really? We thought his name was Reginald. (laughs) Santana is way cooler. We'll just go with that one. Even though that guy was a total punk and we all really hated him. Openly. Like, it wasn't even a secret. Everyone hated Santana. I'm telling you right now, and I basically don't even regard you as a living being. (laughs) Certainly not a sentient one. 
<sighs> I learned the word poltroon from these subtitles. Poltroon? Uh, there was enough of Japanese in these last three ones where I knew what they were saying. Yeah. That the uh, the colorful glosses got yeah, a little old. It did not match up. I mean, especially like when in the first episode when he's like uh, when Caesar catches him with the icicle bridge, and he's like, "Good job, Caesar, my boy." Yeah. And the subtitles are like, "Very nice, Caesar Chan." Yeah. <laughs> or they're the actual dialogue. <laughs> But, you know. Yeah, well, it does. He does say very nice, Caesar Chan, and you're just like, well, that was English, guys. <laughs> you could, you should just really put that one in. Yeah, you could have given it. You could have just floated that one over. Oh, yeah, I guess we did skip that. We didn't explain that JoJo's plan was just to fall into the pit and then collect all the stalactites that have formed. Icicles, into, Dave. Icicles, stalactites into a into a giant. Uh, like vine, I don't know. Rope. They call it a rope, but it's not a rope. Well, it's made of icicles, which is not something that you would necessarily associate with a rope. In fact, never in my life has anybody used an icicle for any sort of support system ever. Though they are fun to play with. You throw a snowball up and knock a whole bunch of them off. Fool around with them. That's good living when you're a kid. <laughs> Potentially die because yeah. they fall off of a overpass while you're driving underneath. Yeah, just kill you. But that's it, or I mean, for now. But we're click quickly approaching the climax, and we're finally going to be out of Ripple territory. Much to your joy, hooray! And then into like the wonderful world of stands and Native American sidekicks and dogs, <laughs> or maybe none of that will happen because who knows if they're making another season of this? It seems like it would have happened by now. Yeah, probably. It's almost over because I don't. When did this? I, this has been over for a while. Television adaptation, April fifth. My fear, and I don't know. I guess it's not that much of a fear, but it's just true at this point. Is that this show is never going to be as good as that OVA? Yeah. Well, let him get back to Darby. Darby. <laughs> I'm just going to watch the OVA again. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's a classic. I don't know. Maybe they just don't have the budget for the really good Darby. It's probably true. Nothing will ever be as good as that was. Mm-hmm. Like, what a what a way to be introduced into JoJo. Like, that thing starts and it's like, we're in the fucking desert. I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. Who are we? What are these characters? Like, that's the first thing I'd ever seen of it, aside from, like, the Dreamcast game, which I had no context for. I didn't really understand what the stand was, <laughs> aside from the obvious. Yeah. Oh, well. Want to close it down? Sure. It's so far past your bedtime. I know I'm fading. Nick was threatening to, uh, he was like, if you guys want to keep streaming, I'll just suggest a game of Dota. He'll take the bait. (laughs) I was like, no, we have to podcast. He might have gotten me. Yeah. He knows me so well. Come on, Joe. Just one ARAM game. Let's do it. Dude, ARAM is lol, Dave. No one does ARAM in freaking Dota. I don't know anything about this stuff. (laughs) It's like the one thing where I read terminology and I'm like... Don't know what that Did you means. really just call it Aram? This isn't freaking, uh, what is it? Is that the name of the alien from, uh, Arya? Huh? What's that show with the lady with one wing? You know what I'm talking about. Is it a cartoon? Yeah, it was an anime. And the they had the weird alien that had a saucer head that was her brother. Gosh, what was the name of that show? No, but we're not stopping until you tell me. Oh, now I gotta Google's. <laughs> 
It's probably not even that, but R. No, I think it might be R. Saucer head. I guess and anime. Nope. Oh gosh, what is the name? It was a Saturday anime from the, the oh, Sci-Fi Eria. Channel. Eria, yes. Oh, okay. What was the name of the alien in Eria? Zarem or Z Zarem? Yes. Zarem. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I think her. I think. Uh, I mean, I guess I've forgotten now. But was it the saucer-headed alien? Oh, did it take over her brother's body? Yeah, I just said that. It was okay. her brother. Okay. I was a little confused because I was like, I think that thing was her brother. Yeah, because they were both is... bounty hunters. And now Nick is actually playing Dota 2. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on, Joel. He's just like, I'm sick on. of not watching them stream. <laughs> oh, man. If you Google him and search Zarem, it's just that like weird like live action lady's face. <laughs> Yeah, the, no, Zero, the, the white <laughs> little talisman in the middle. It's yeah. like the the xenomorph mouth. Yeah. All right. Then let's clap. Let's clap. One, two, three. Now we have it on record. Joe White unwilling to play Dota. Is this the man you want for your Dota? <laughs> you you like LOL better? Uh huh. Oh, I see. So you've got like basically a bunch of heavy hitters, and the rest of the people are like, hey, what's up? Not really. You're like, hey, come over here, 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 here. I don't know. It's actually kind of funny because I hear people talk about lanes and I just have no comprehension of like what that actually entails. So like, are they just straight up like you cannot walk between them except maybe at certain points? It's just where the, where, the, okay. No, I know what the creep are. I say I know all about that shit. Last hitting, jungling. I don't know what jungling is. Jungle. Jungling. It sounds far less sexual than I hoped. <laughs> What's up, guys? Let's play LOL. Let's play LOL. I'm jungling. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't say that. You want to know what hero is my other kin? All of them. <laughs>